After Vanessa, he swept up Patsy, who looked tearfully delighted, and then hefty Barbara. They circled ponderously around the tables while I fretted about her health. Finally, he stood before Cleta, hand out, asking if she'd care to take a turn around the floor. She looked up and, in her perfectly modulated voice, said, I'd rather die than dance with a small-town hick. Thank you for asking. Emerald, who was nearby, looked down at her and then turned to Shiloh, who stood nearby. See, Shy? That's why you don't have to worry about anything Miss Sanson says. She's miserable to everybody. Everyone laughed and even Shiloh smiled as Cleta bridled, stiffening with rage, then gave a sniff of disgust and turned away. Gogi slipped over to me as she was making the rounds, ensuring that her people behaved, and whispered, I'm happy that Emerald gave the woman that set down. Me too. I thought people got over that kind of crap, being a mean girl when they got older. My dear, the tales I could tell you after years of running an old age home, she said, linking her arm through mine and hugging it to her. Mean girls and bully boys get older, but they don't usually get better. Well, that's depressing. I heard a commotion in the great hall, and Zeke burst through the dining room door. Mary, you gotta help, he yelped, his prominent Adam's apple galloping up and down his throat. Pish's piano playing tinkled to a stop. A heavy-set middle-aged woman in an ankle-length mud-colored dress and with frizzy hair sticking out in fluffy hunks galloped into the room after Zeke. Her gaze swept over the gathering, a belligerent expression on her plain, doughy face her protruding eyes wide. Where is she? Where's my aunt? I wove through the tables toward her as Gordy, hunched and hustling, followed into the room. He caught my eye, grimaced, and shrugged. The woman bolted toward me, but then elbowed past, chugging along like a steam engine, huffing and puffing. Auntie! She howled, hands outstretched, wheezing as she caught sight of Cleta. Are you all right? I didn't know what to think when you were gone. I just didn't know. Did these people abduct you? I tried to talk to the police in New York, but they wouldn't let me file a missing persons report. Cleta stiffened, frozen in place as the woman surged toward her. Louder, stop this instant, she said, her cultured voice trembling, her hands lifted as if to ward off blows. I will not see you. Someone take her away. Vanessa and the other members of the Legion collected around Cleta, their expressions identically alarmed. I followed the woman as she bumbled through the tables, and motioned to Zeke and Gordy to come with me. Miss Sanson, 
Who is this? This is Lauda, my niece, she warbled. Her dark eyes, wide and staring, magnified by her glasses, held an unmistakable look of fear. I don't wish to speak with her. Lauda stopped abruptly. She looked around at the faces turned toward her, the crowd riveted by the drama being acted out before them. You'd have thought it was a sketch from a play, the way the townies and Golden Acres folks gaped. Doc English's eyes goggled behind his glasses, and Helen Johnson was avidly staring, her gaze slewing back and forth between the two women. She whispered something to her tablemate, Eleanor. Auntie, please don't be mean this once. Lauda whimpered. Tears welled in her pale.